Hi everybody, and welcome to another IWAFs. We're here today with Kelly Dunbar. Hi there. Ian Dunbar. Hello there. And me, Jamie Dunbar. What are we talking about today, Kelly? You didn't say hello, Jamie. You said hi at the beginning. Oh, he did? That's how he oh, he did. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I wasn't yeah, paying attention. Um, let's see. Well, I, we've, I want to talk about, yet again, a topic that we've, we've covered before in many different venues, because I just keep seeing the same complaints and concerns, and it's frustrating because puppies are our passion. This is this is about puppy <laughs> class. Puppy mm -hmm. class gone wrong or puppy class gone bad, oh, you no. know. So many people out there detract from puppy class and I think that there are I think the, the I think they're barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> what do you mean they detract so, from puppy speak. class? Well people, puppy classes are bad for puppies. Puppy classes are the reasons we're having so many behavior oh, let me God. finish my oh. spiel. Puppy yes. classes are the reason there's so many behavior problems in dogs right now. Um, you know, if there are, indeed are, which we, we, we question whether there are more behavior problems. Well, um, haters are going to hate. Sorry. Yeah, and so, you know, it's true. <laughs> but they come, I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're getting this from somewhere. I think mm -hmm. they're just coming from, from, to the wrong conclusion. And right. I think that's what needs to be addressed. Because, no, if they're seeing, you know, problems with dogs, well, there's probably a lot of reasons for that. Um, one of the problems, I think, is the fact that, first of all, you know, we, and we have discussed this before, I don't think we're going to repeat the whole thing, but what is a good puppy class? People, here, here's the newsflash, folks. Puppy class is not about pup-on-pup -pup socialization. That is not the primary nor secondary reason for puppy class. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, so misunderstood. So that is, and honestly, I think that's the number one problem. People, mm -hmm. who, uh, not only people who are the detractors who, who do not teach puppy classes or go to puppy classes, they that's how they envision a puppy mm -hmm. class. Just a free-for-all, puppy-on-puppy play session. But frankly, a lot of people who are teaching puppy classes mm -hmm. are also actually holding free-for-alls. Okay. So then maybe yeah, the criticism yeah. is not entirely unfounded. Yeah. So no, but that doesn't mean we want to throw out the baby with the bathwater right. or the puppy with the... Well, that is if they get off leash at all. I mean, I see a lot of other classes on leash where the puppy play is on leash nose to nose and everything's stopped and restricted. Um, so it's a puppy class, a bad puppy class is not a reason to right. say that all puppy classes are bad. You know, no, I, I think just having the puppies there and being handled and cuddled by people is, is wonderful. Well, the if they pass, that. no, if they pass the puppy along. So oh, there's a ton, strangers of, there's a ton of distraction for that too, by the way. Yeah. A lot of trainers hate your idea of pass the puppy because they think it's too stressful for the puppies and the, oh, they, the our science. puppies should not have to yeah. be handled by other people. I don't want my puppy to be handled and, and accepting of other people or, and, or, oh, it's too much and it's too overwhelming to, to do that to them. I hear that a lot too. And people you know, hate the idea of past the puppy. I, people don't like puppy free-for-all, which is not what we do anyway. I, I, I don't mind when people say things that out of lack of knowledge, you know, um, don't get on their case, but read the science, read the science. Neonatal handling, early puppy handling, sets up the adult dog to be able to deal with stress, not vice versa. And when we get into this thing again, the correlation is causation. No, so let's say puppy comes to class, he's fantastic. Week six, he's ruined. He's hyperactive, he won't pay attention, he's growling. He grew up. You know, they're not looking at the control. What happened to a puppy which didn't go to class? Well, he grew up too, yet he's growling worse and he's biting people and hurting them. You know, so this notion that it was the puppy class that did it is absolutely unfounded. Well, it's, 
I mean, I can't stand it when people talk in, without using logic and, and science. And, and especially, you know, I, I try to explain it to them many, many times. You know, correlation is not causation. Well, also, for many puppies, they're starting class too late. If, you know, as you say, breeders are not doing what they should be doing neonatally, and, and people are holding off and going to puppy class because they're veterinarians, so they can't go until the puppies mm -hmm. had all their shots. Well, that means for some, some of these instructors that are teaching puppy classes, some of these puppy schools aren't starting puppies, so they're well past the time when they needed the neonatal handling or the early puppy handling. Oh. A lot of these puppies aren't coming to class to their... 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 weeks of age, and at that point, I'd it's say definitely, late. you know, it's yeah, they are late. probably stressed if they've mm -hmm. never done it, and they're now 16 weeks of age, and they're getting handled and passed around for the first time. And they're only... They probably are having a hard time with it. They're only a month away from changing. You see, a month away is when all the fears and phobias and anxieties develop from the lack of socialization and handling prior to, you know, three months of age. So I wonder though, but you don't, early. even in that situation where, you know, it's, it's not as early as we'd like it to be, and the class is not designed perfectly, and, you know, there's not the, the structure that we'd like, I wonder if that is actually making things worse, or even if that is, like, a, a step in the right direction. It's not, it's not perfect, but is it, is that making it better, or is that making it worse, do you think? I think it could, I think either or, depending on exactly make, the situation. You could make things worse. I think it could. I, mean, I think if you start your puppy at 18 weeks, you know, the very mm -hmm. last day before they turn 18 weeks of age, and you don't know where they came from, or they came from, you know, a place where they were perhaps um, neglected, you know, behaviorally neglected. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it could be a lot for them at that point. Frankly, that's mm -hmm. totally true. You know. Right, but even or, if it's a lot for them at that point, like, does that potentially prepare them for you know seeing people more in the future? It's much too late. And it could go, and it could go yeah. either way. Then, you're, then you are kind of flooding at that point, and it, mm -hmm. it could be either a good response to that or, or, or a worse. But the be. point is, we, you know, we can go, do good training the dog at any time in its life. We can do good with bringing together older puppies, early adolescents. And the whole point is the trainer is there to look for the early warning signs. Your dog's going off track. He's you can't catch him. He's ducking his head. He's struggling when handled. <clears throat> He's not biting you. You know, all these warning signs that, oh boy, you know, he's probably going to bite as an adult. And the trainer can do something about it. Mm -hmm. um, gentle handling, yeah, once they get older. You can't flood older puppies, early adolescents. But young puppies, you can totally flood them. You can break all the rules of classical conditioning because they just fall asleep. And the, and the thing is, they're never going to be any younger than they are right now. So no, we start with what we've got, right. I suppose, you know. But, um, yeah, it's... I don't know. I think I think trainers really have to think about what they're doing when they do hold a puppy class, and what really constitutes puppy class. I mean, you know, Ian and I went back and forth on this battle for various reasons. Where you know, we we now have puppy kindergarten, which is eight weeks starts at eight weeks of age and only goes up to twelve weeks. But then, regular puppy school, they come in later. I wanted to cut puppies off at sixteen weeks to enter puppy class. You know, mm -hmm. most many many schools don't even start them until they're four months of age. You know, mm -hmm. that's not really a puppy class right. in the traditional sense that we that he designed it that we hold them you know that's at that point it's just a class for young dogs you know mm -hmm. and, and then they're yet yeah, they're trying to follow a puppy curriculum and or again can't say it enough they're just letting the puppies play 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 we need to probably clarify Ian why puppies are off leash in puppy class and why we want to start them so young. They're off leash so they can meet all the people that are there you got 12 puppies you got 24 people. Well and also so, so you can train them off leash you know. So you can teach them, yes, yeah, so you're doing hands-off training, 
Right? Absolutely. Using yeah. your brain to train, using mm -hmm. teaching teaching people. Right. And there's plenty of training motivate. built into the off leash. Club. Oh yeah, it's it's just te it's just the you know using the distraction as the reward and trying to get people to use their brains and their motive and how to, teaching them how to motivate a puppy to want to be near them when they don't have any physical control of them, mm -hmm. them whatsoever. That's the beauty of it. And right. it's what the owners want. You know, they live with their dogs at home off leash, not on leash. So why on earth are we teaching classes on leash? That has to be taught to teach the owners how to walk a dog on leash down sidewalks and stuff. But no, classes should be off leash. And, and if we listed priorities, number one is bite division. They can't learn bite division unless they got something to bite, another puppy or a person. Number two, socialization and handling with people. And those two just sit, you know, on a pedestal above everything else. Um, next, I like off leash control because it's what the owners want. Mm -hmm. And I, I think when you, uh, we had a trainer, I probably shouldn't say this, but um, a, a trainer from a different country who went to visit different puppy classes, and what people didn't know was she was um, scoring them for me, and we looked at an index. What percentage of the time are people sitting on chairs with the puppy in their laps and on leash? And it ranged amazingly from fifty to seventy-five percent. Which we've changed. This was this happened almost ten years ago. Oh, this we? wasn't the serious class. No, serious classes were the best of the bunch. They were still bad, you know. But to sit on a chair holding your puppy for fifty to seventy-five percent of a class hour—it's not a lecture. When, yeah, people. Yeah, it's not a lecture. It's not, a lecture. Mm -hmm. it's not an eye woofs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, and well, and what's well, and realistically, the reason for puppy class is just to impart information to people who then take it home and teach their puppies. I mean, puppy class is only 50 minutes a week. It is not enough education. This is where the people practice together, ask questions, and gather the information. And then, of course, they take it and they must use it and do it elsewhere. You know, it's like if you're taking a language class, you just go and you're getting your lesson for the week and you're getting a little bit of help. And then you must go out in the world and do it and practice. Otherwise, you'll never... Yeah, it's the how-to aspect. Jamie always says this, that, you know, in education, you shouldn't have lectures. The lecture is delivered beforehand, online, you listen to it, you got the factual information. The puppy class is now for you to Practical do it. Every family member, mum, dad, your two kids, they've all got to be able to train the puppy to come and sit. Because if not, well, there's your first warning sign that you're going off track. The puppy doesn't want to approach you. But people and people come to puppy class for reasons uh, that we can't actually really cover very well in class without it being a lecture format, which is why we have now all this online material because people want also the basics like mm -hmm. you know, dealing with puppy biting, which we do obviously address mm -hmm. in class, but house training questions and things mm -hmm. like that that really are very important at that time in that time frame, but are not necessarily things you're going to practice in class. We're not going to sit there with a group of Eight, eight puppies and uh -huh. say, okay, now everybody, let's go potty. Yeah, you know? and it's one of the reasons we've started a brand new serious blog at seriouspup.com to answer the how-to questions. How can I stop my puppy doing this? How can I teach my puppy to do this? You know, and, and written down, I think it's better because then you deliver it in a nice, well-thought-out format. But the answering of those questions shouldn't happen in puppy class unless... When someone raises your hand, you say, everyone grab a puppy you haven't touched today, settle him down, and go through the handling routine, collar, ears, muzzle, port, and so on, and then you listen to the question. Mm -hmm. um, but it's the, the talking in class, it's funny, we were talking about how talking has gone from training, and I think mm -hmm. it's ruined it. Now, I, I, I think talking doesn't belong in class, 
from the trainer to the students. I want the students to talk to their dog and tell the dog how happy they are when he does stuff, mm -hmm. but we don't want the trainer lecturing to students. Um, if you want a lecture, hold a lecture in the community like we used to do with OpenPort. It's mm -hmm. wonderful. Loads of people come. Or host a podcast. Host a podcast. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Only one dog training pod podcast anyone wants to listen to. Yeah, I watch the rules. Well, I think so, we covered that one. Puppy class is not a bad thing, but it's, it's got to be thing. well executed and well thought out. Yes. It should be done as early as possible to be a benefit to the and puppy. And you've got and to the... work out your priorities. Why are you teaching this class? 20 reasons, rank all of them. And that gets you really focused. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, because time is. The clock is ticking. Time is Time essence. is ticking. Kind and our so clock good. is ticking too. Alright. And so we thank everyone for listening. Thank and you. Uh, see you next time. Bye bye. Goodbye. Bye bye.